0: Back in the day, I think that em- employers thought it was easy just to throw a yoga class on at lunchtime, and that's, that's a wellness program. It's not. I mean, that's, a, that's great for people that want to get up and physically move and stretch. Yes, it's needed,
1: but there's so much more to it. Welcome to the 100CEO Project Podcast. You guys, welcome back to the 100 CEO Project podcast. Today we're excited to be talking with Lindsay Johnson. She's the CEO of Fit Pros. This is a workplace wellness company that serves clients like Square, Twitter, Wix, Eventbrite, United Airlines. Um, it launched just in 2016, so they've had a fast explosion. Um, The coolest One of the coolest things that they're doing is not just bringing fitness, not just physical fitness to the workplace, but rather five pillars of fitness to include the physical, emotional, social, financial, and a form of professional fitness. So I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to let her talk to you about it. So without further ado, Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. So before we get into some of the things that you'd like to share as a CEO of your own company, could you give us like a a quick synopsis of what what inspired fitness in these five pillars in the context of the workplace? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, what inspired it truly was my own experiences. I mean, I worked in the the corporate world for over a decade, uh, more in the marketing capacity. And I was unhealthy, unhappy, and I had no idea where to look for well-being. There's a ton of fad diets out there that, you know, I would try, certainly try this, try that, Um, but nothing ever stuck. And so um, the inspiration really came from me uncovering my why and and really how that that was such a needed thing. and, and the workplace just seemed like the most obvious place to do that because people spend a majority of time with work.
1: Right. So Lindsay, you guys offer um, workplace wellness programming. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about number one, why do companies want this? You know, What's motivating them to say, yeah, I need this. Mm-hmm. And two, what types of results, preferably measurable, are they getting from the programs that you guys offer?
0: Yeah. I mean, the why, I think that they're more in tune and listening to their employees these days, because especially since COVID, so many people are struggling with work-life balance. Caregivers have so much, so much to juggle. And so I think that employers are are really listening um, to what they're employees are asking for and needing and how to support them so um back in the day i think that employers thought it was easy just to throw a yoga class on at lunchtime and that's that's a wellness program it's not i mean that's a that's great for people that want to get up and physically move and stretch Yes, it's needed, but there's so much more to it. Um, people need to be supported mentally, socially, um, and and financially, and and professionally, and all the ways. And so, I think that is is definitely something that that companies are stepping up to. And so, um, and then to your point with with measuring, um, it's uh, really backs up to how employers are are listening to their employees and and finding out what they want. So I think, you know, it has to start from square one of are they surveying their employees to ensure that the programs that they're offering are what they need. And so when they, when, then you'll see more attendance when, when people are really engaged and know that 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 will impact their their lifestyle needs. And so, um, you know, moving along well well being is is very hard to to measure. Um, and, and the biggest thing that we have to measure off of is is engagement. And so um, Coming, you know, what falls into engagement is really ensuring that, that the message is spread throughout the company. So internal marketing and promotion has been one of the the, the biggest struggles, I would say, over the years is trying to, you know, we're kind of a, a third party. We're, we're a little bit removed from HR. And so the best that we can do is give HR the tools to internally promote. And so, you know, some of the things that we'll do is write email um email chains that they can then use, you know, four weeks before, two weeks before, a week before, an hour before. And so they, they can send that information out to their employees. Um, internal flyers, we've got a design team that will help them internally promote. And so, um, you know, there's so many things that go into being able to track ROI. And um, it, it can't just be, you know, throw something out there and, you know st- you know, start a yoga class in two weeks and expect people to show up they have to want it they have to need it and then they have to know about it so um so to to measure engagement you've got to do all these other things and that's where FitPros comes in and supports companies
1: that's huge you know it's always about um how to get that how to transmit the message and uncover what people's beliefs are around any form of wellness in their life because if we don't know that then nah, right you know <laughs> you should eat the apple why
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, what, what what can I fill The apple that that I need. Why why do I why do I need it?
1: Super. Could you share maybe a couple of the most exciting programs, ones that have really made impact? And heck yeah, we want to hear from if there's something cool that might have happened at Twitter or Wix. If you want to share and can share.
0: Yeah. 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 Definitely. Hmm. Um. You know, with COVID, things have changed quite a bit. So prior to to March, you know, we were 99% on-site wellness. And so we would bring the gamut of programs into companies. When we are on-site, to give you some examples, um, I would say doing self-defense workshops at companies one of which you just named, I won't name it, but um, that they did it for their women's group, and um, you know we had 50 women in a room learning how to how to defend themselves. And um, you know their headquarters is here in San Francisco, in a very scary part of town. And so so many people left that room saying, "Wow, I don't you know I, I don't feel um, I feel I feel safe leaving the office at, at you know dark." And and so that was really really rewarding to hear. Um, we've done, uh, oh gosh, uh, with a construction company, we had a um, a gentleman in the room after the, a therapist gave a, a mental health talk. A gentleman in the room said, um, my son is being bullied at school. And I've taken him to therapists. I've taken him to school counselors. And I didn't know. I I didn't know what I could say to my son to help him um, to get through this the, this bullying. And so after that one-hour mental health workshop, he's he said he he stood up and he was just like, "I know what I want to say to my son now." And I was in tears. I you know, of course, other things came out of that, but it was it was so moving how. How you can impact people in such a deep way that they then take into their their home life, into their circles, into their network, and that's really what well being is is to me and, and to this company.
1: Tremendous, and that leads me into I believe it's a program that you launched this year in twenty twenty, which is Fit Pro Kids. Hmm. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and this is specifically for the children of the employees of the companies. Whom you're serving? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, what are some of your most successful programs for kids? Especially knowing that you launched this right in the middle of the pandemic, what are the needs you're hearing from the parents, and what are the needs that your hip and in the know counselors are hearing from the kids? Yeah, um, well, like you mentioned, we did launch
0: FitPro's Kids in February. Um, we've we've been working on it for nearly a year, year and a half, and it really, it's evolved too. We, we ultimately, our ultimate goal is to really get into the communities. We want to be, um, you know, working with, with, um, uh, underserved communities as well. Um, but we knew that starting in the workplace would be the most effective way. And so, um, so we had prior to, prior to, um, March, we designed programming for on-site camps. And so, um, we would have three day, five day camps where uh, kids could come in and we'd have a a full day of holistic programming from physical fitness to, um, to mental health and, 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 and like we would, um, the the mental health uh, coach would would more talk about um kind of bu- like the s- situations that kids endure you know whether it's bullying or whether it's just insecurities and and helping normalize that um I, you know i i personally had gone through a lot of those those struggles myself and just had to had to learn so much as an adult and had had i learned those things at a young age i think um it things things could have shaped a little, a little, uh, different. And so that, that's really where this comes from is wanting to give children the tools, um, to empower them, to, to make them feel, to help them feel good. And, um, and so, so that was our, that, that is when, when we're allowed back on site, that that's what we'll continue to, to, um, to, to, to do. Um, and then, so once COVID hit, we, we, decided we were like, how, how can we still keep for pros kids alive? Um, and, and still offer programming to families because that's, that's, you know, it's kids are home from school. They need to be supported. They need things to do. And so this year we launched, um, we're doing things like puppet shows and the puppeteer is, is, you know, educating kids on all the things I just mentioned, the the range of, of, of giving them tools of things to work with. Um, we're doing magic shows and the magician is hilarious for, ki- you know, he does it for kids, but then he throws in some great things for adults. And so it's very fun and family friendly, um, kids, family yoga. That's been fantastic. Oh gosh. I watched a meditation a couple of weeks ago and, um, the little boy had his eyes. Open, you know, most of the time he was like, Am I doing this right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> different things like that. So, um, to your point, you know, we haven't been able to really dive into FitPro's kids as we, as we hope to, as we plan to. Um, I would love for it to be a nonprofit and, and, you know, go through all those hoops that we have to, to make it a nonprofit down the road. So, we have very high hopes for FitPro's kids. Um, so, right now, we're doing the best that we can to support families while they're in these challenging times.
1: That's awesome. Andre, do you have something you wanna pop
0: in here? I was just gonna shift over the challenges that you mentioned some on the last
1: um, call because you went from 99% on-site programming to now doing most of the things virtual. Can you tell us about those challenges and how you overcame them?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) in, you know, March, early March I was in the fetal position for a few days, maybe a week, wondering what the heck we're going to do. You know, we, we uh, work with, I would say, you know, nearly 800 teachers and speakers around the world that, you know, we, we love giving them gigs to, 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 to you know, to perform their passion. And, um, and then also our internal team, you know, I, I just, I didn't know how we were going to keep this alive and um but my team we put our heads together and just really had a, a, a virtual whiteboard session. and what the heck can we do and so we took as many programs as we could virtually and of course you know bumps in the road with that our are teachers aren't necessarily equipped to do at-home teaching you know they've got their bed in the background and their dresser over here and the lighting is not great and mic microphone you know so all of those challenges um have have been very interesting to work through, and it's still a work in progress. You know, eight months in, um, it's uh, it's 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 ever evolving, but we're getting much much better at that. Um, and you know, our programming in particular, um, we took gosh, I would say we had about thirty five on site wellness programs. I would say we took you know our fitness classes. We launched a, a, a several new. I mentioned the magic shows and the puppet shows. Um, Educational workshops, we can certainly do anything from nutrition to financial wellness. Um, A diversity and inclusion has been huge. Um, We've been supporting companies with coaching. So we're doing um, DEI coaching for executives, also um, just different levels of of coaching and supporting companies. And so um, that, and then we we also came up with two new products. One being a physical product. Um, these are care packages, and what we did is we, we started calling around to different fulfillment houses and trying to figure out, okay, you know, how do we? What items should we put in the boxes? What uh, what you know, how, work rates? How do we work with FedEx? And we've never done anything like that, and so um, that was such a roller coaster trying to figure out um, wh- how to make it how to make it valuable. And so what we decided to do was. Pair our care packages with virtual classes. So, in the care package, we would put things like an exercise band, and we pair that with a with a, a fitness exercise class. We'd put um, oil and vinegar or in an apron, and pair that with a cooking class. Um, let's see, a trigger point ball, a painting. So, painting um, has been a really popular one where. Um, where we would put a paint set and um, and then the, the art therapist would teach people how to um, paint different things that are meaningful to them and then they talk through it. And um, so that's been a really popular something we've never had before. So COVID has really given us the opportunity to um, to start over. I mean, I truly feel like we've built a whole new business that that I think will um, will be here when we do go back on site. My question on that would just be about around what the response was to people shifting to virtual. Did you feel how how were employees responding through this time? Because so many people had to suddenly do Zoom school. Did they maintain their commitment to wellness? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I actually, I would say attendance has has increased. Um, I mean, we on-site wellness classes, like fitness classes, for example, would see an average of on average of say eight to 10 people would show up to, to a a fitness class, sometimes less, sometimes more. Um, but now I think we're seeing more 15 to 20. Um, and that's for your, your, um, your mid-sized company, somewhere around 200 employees to 500 employees, they're seeing um, they're seeing a good amount of, of of people show up to you know to those are to the fitness classes to the educational workshops. We've got hundreds of employees showing up, so I really think that it's just convenience. I think that you know doing things virtual is is a greater convenience for people to to make the time, um, and uh, I think employers are certainly prioritizing it a lot more these days as well because. They know that their employees need it. I can't even tell you how many companies have called us up saying our employees are begging for XYZ. How can we get this started, you know, tomorrow. And so it's been, um, it's been a whirlwind of of just supporting them in whatever ways we possibly can. So when a company you know, it was actually a company that came to us and said they wanted to do, um, you know, possibly like a magic show. Can you can you help us out with that? Absolutely. We've got connections. We can we can help you out with that. And so um, I think that employers know that they need to get creative to support their employees too.
1: You know, it's super interesting. It's fascinating to hear how you've pivoted in 2020. You've not had to scratch, scream, you know, ask for business, but rather the world understands perhaps your value more than ever. So um, is there anything that we've not touched on, Lindsay, that you want to share something that's really at the top of your brain? Yeah, I think one of the you know final things I'd love to
0: share, just coming from the CEO perspective is just don't give up. I mean, it's so cliche, but our perseverance is, is, is key and just to remember the why. I I love going back to Simon Sinek's um, message of, of, of the why and that's really what got me started. And so I've had to I mentioned I was in the fetal position when when COVID hit. I've had to go back to that feeling many times um, in yoga and meditation personally to tap into um times are really hard. You know, times we've 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 certainly we've disappointed clients and that breaks my heart. And um, you know, certain things it's just been it's been a roller coaster. And so I think that um all of us that are trying to build something have to just continue to dive into the why. And if it doesn't feel right, shift gears. Um, if, if something, if you keep hitting a wall with something, try to let go. That's really hard for someone with my, uh, I'll say stubbornness, that's fine, to, to let go and, and, and know that I can't control everything. Um, but it has that, that uh, we have to, we just have to go with the flow. Can, can we expand a little bit on that meditation point? Because you just said that you use meditation and yoga as a tool for helping you achieve breakthrough results in your business, basically. And I'm curious what that looks
1: like, because a lot of people, myself included, have trouble using meditation as a tool.
0: Yeah, I think most people do. That's the thing is we think that we have to shut off our mind. We think that, oh, I've got all these thoughts coming in, I I, I can't be meditating. That's not true. I mean, just sitting and and pausing can be meditating. They've got you, you know you could do walking meditations. You can do um any type of meditation. I think it's just sitting with your thoughts um you know is 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 meditation. And so one of the things that really Helped me get rid of the um, the stigmas with meditation. Was thinking about and listening to all the very successful people that 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 say they they do it all the time, like Steve Jobs. Um, you've got Mark Benioff. Um, and, and so many other people that that are so successful and and just rave about how having those moments to just sit in their thoughts help them be creative, and that's all we have to do in this in this leadership role is is sit back and 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 tap into our why and then piece together the plan. And so for me, um, when I first got into yoga. Uh, six oh no, gosh seven, eight, eight years ago um i and mind you i had never done it before um because i thought it was woo woo and, and didn't understand it at all but when i started started it i actually um i didn't know she was a kundalini teacher at the time and kundalini is very spiritual and um and so once i started doing it i was like what is this i, I have i don't i don't understand it but man, practice, 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 practice. So once you continue doing things, something over and over again, it becomes a habit, right? They say 21 days to, to make a habit. And um and I had some just breakthrough moments. I saw visions, I saw all these things that um that really helped ground me. And I will say getting busy in our, in our very busy lives that we are, I forget about that a lot. Um, but as of recent, um, going through some personal things, I decided to, to try Kundalini again, and it, it, it just helps. It just helps recenter me, um, helps me be a better leader for my team and, um, and just somehow clarity, clarity comes just by,
1: just by sitting in the thoughts, let them come, let them flow. I think this taps back into one of the last things you said, which is regardless of what's going on in the world and and how it's moving, shifting, affecting your business, it's go with the flow and have that perseverance. And from what we've um, learned about you, that has definitely allowed you to achieve some really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So last question, really fast. Best tip you have for people who are still literally stuck in the workplace or okay, who are stuck at home, in a home office, um, yeah. Best tip for people stuck at home
0: or in a workplace would be move, um, move your body. So get up, just just stand up and and stretch. Um, would be to step away from the computer, and even if it's to go in your your bedroom and you know fidget with something, fold your clothes, anything don't sit at your computer for hours on end. Mind you, I have the same, you know, I have to remind myself of that constantly. And that's, that's just what we have to do, but we will feel better. So that, you know, just, just taking that time for ourselves uh, to move your bodies, to take the mental break from just being in it all the time. Um, and, And, and just knowing that life, life is a roller coaster. If we weren't facing challenges, then we wouldn't be moving, we would just be just settled. And and I don't know about you, I, I don't want to just settle, I want to continue facing challenges and grow. My motto is student for life, like,
1: keep it coming. Lindsay Johnson, this was terrific. Thank you so much for your insights, for your wisdom, um, for keeping it real with us, for people who want to connect with you, Um, not just with you, but perhaps want to contact your company, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, yeah. Visit fitpros.com,
0: F-I-T-P-R-O-S.com or email hello at fitpros.com.
1: Awesome. Thank you again for taking time to talk to us.
0: Thank you very much. Have a beautiful day, ladies. Thanks. You too.
1: Hey guys, we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends and colleagues who also have to navigate this leadership stuff. As you can see, this project is about to be a mini masterclass in every episode. Best part? It's free. So if you like it, please do us a favor and take a screenshot, share it on social with the hashtag 100CEO. That's 100CEO. That way, we can say thanks and share it in our stories. And finally, if you've got some insights you'd like to share and you're a CEO, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at 100CEOProject.com or on LinkedIn at the 100 CEO Project. Until next time, keep leading by example.